Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another Rally Basics podcast. I'm in uh, Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. You got it, man. Mechanicsburg, PA. Interviewing um, a good friend of mine that I've known through the industry, Max Williams. How you doing today, Max? Doing great, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for including me in the Bradley Basics Mobile Roadshow here. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, that's cool, bro. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're out here doing a trade show together. That's kind of how we always kind of meet, I think, is these trade shows. We're in the same industry segment, and uh, I've known you probably what good good six seven years, maybe at, at least point. five or six at yeah. this point. We always, absolutely. Yeah, we always have great conversations. Uh, I'm here and his uh, you know met his uh, beautiful wife, and uh, you got you got two kids, right? Two young kids. Yeah, our son Cash will be uh, four here in June. My daughter Chloe just turned one in March, uh, and it's it's a rodeo, man. It's yeah. a different different lifestyle from when we first met, for sure. But, right, right, uh, exactly. And then you uh, recently got a rental unit as well, too, after we kind of spoke about that concept from we did, some yeah. of my experiences. That's a whole story in itself. So we actually picked up that property uh, February 28th of 2020. The tenants moved in on March 1st, mm-hmm. and uh, then obviously COVID exploded on the, the weekend of the 12th, so... There, there was uh, another event that maybe we'll touch on <laughs> that uh, that happened that that same weekend of uh, the twelfth of March. But oh, okay, yeah, All there, right. there were some nerves. There, there were some nerves associated with uh, w- with the month of March in twenty twenty. Month of March in twenty twenty. All right, so that seems to be a pivotal month, eh? Yeah, it was. <laughs> some things, some things certainly uh, could have went a different direction. Yeah, and, that's uh, cool. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, it's a great house. It's a great house. How long have you uh, owned this house? Yeah, thanks, man. So we've been here um, going on eight years now, I believe. And, uh, yeah, got a killer deal on it, mm-hmm. um, back in 2014, to be honest. So, nice. uh, yeah, it's been fantastic for us. Great neighborhood, uh, really nice spot to raise your kids in. And, uh, luckily for what we do, I'm close to pretty much every major throughway. Yeah. Yeah. 81. Uh, yeah. 81 turnpike, uh, route 15, 83 heading south. So that's I great. Just about anywhere in a hurry, man. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Oh yeah. When I was, when I came in here before, thanks for the steak there. That ribeye was pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> no problem. Uh, when I came in this neighborhood, it just reminded me of that movie, Dazed and Confused, these big lawns and big windy roads. I see, I guess, vision some kid chasing some kid down this road. Yeah, it happens you all know? the time. Yeah, cool neighborhood, though. So, all right, that's cool. So, yeah, you've been, uh, yeah, how long have you been married? Oh, man. So, we were married on October 12th of 2013. So, we're coming up on nine years this year. Wow, that's great. So, pivotal year uh, coming up in 2023. Mm-hmm. Probably won't do anything uh, out of the ordinary, yeah. but uh, yeah, ten almost ten years of what a bless here. Yeah, so you're a local guy, right? You've been, yeah, this is the area that you grew up in as a born and raised man. Um, yeah, the only lengthy amount of time I've spent out of this area was uh, in grad school, honestly, at Westchester University. Okay, just outside of Philadelphia. So I was born in Dillsburg, PA, right down the road, about fifteen minutes from here. Nice. As I said, I, I met that lovely wife of mine, and she was teaching at Cumberland Valley High School that you passed coming in, mm-hmm. and uh, so we moved from Manchester, PA, up here. Been here ever since. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So, well, hey, like like I've like like I've uh, expressed to the group, we're kind of pivoting away from uh, not away, but just pivoting into some different subjects. You know, uh, personal responsibility and leadership, and I've asked Max to you know kind of pursue the uh, young fatherhood theme I've got going. Uh, there's another podcast that's just coming out of edit that will be dropping, you know, before this one. So, so we're going to talk about that that subject. So we did a little inter, introduction of, uh, you know, his family background. Um, yeah, so we'll just jump right into it. I got question two here. Uh, you know, what, what personal responsibility and leadership does it take to be, you know, successful in business, which you are, and, and in fatherhood as well? Like, how do you manage all that? Yeah, so that becomes the interesting piece, mm-hmm. right? And um, 
I'll tell you that my perception Because you is, travel a lot, right? That's got to be a component, right? Yeah, the travel's tough. So I, I'm doing about 100 nights a year in a hotel. Wow. Uh, right? Which certainly um, has its positives and negatives as far as... Uh, as far as uh, fatherhood and marriage and all those good, good things go, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do believe that distance makes the heart grow fonder in certain situations. And uh, so that works out well for Katie and I. Um, but yeah, it can it certainly be tough on uh, on the kids, right? Mm-hmm. And um, luckily for, for my children and for me, they've never known a different life. Okay. Right? So when you're traveling like that, you're in these hotels all the time. If, if, you, were, if you were introducing a child to that lifestyle, you know, later in life, five, six it would certainly be a lot more difficult, mm-hmm. right? But uh, my kids won't know anything different, right? right? So it's it's just what dad does to uh, to try and support the family and make things happen here. Um, you ever find you, you ever look down the road and say, "Hey, I'd like to like to change it up. Maybe not. Maybe do fifty nights in a hotel, or is that even is that even doable?" Or yeah, of or, course, you know, that, that's would a, that be a goal of? Yeah, that's always in the back of the mind, mm-hmm. right? Is how can I how can I reduce the travel but generate. You know, the same level of business and support that uh, my company compensates me for. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, at this point, it's, it's probably just not in the cards, right? I cover five states on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So I represent the Mid-Atlantic United States for a company called Hypertherm Incorporated out of New Hampshire. Okay. Um, you know, with that being the case, uh, I, I could travel four and a half hours in any direction. When you're going to make a move to one of those marketplaces, it just makes sense to be there for three days and capitalize on the time. Right, right. Uh, really frees you up to, to get a lot of work done after hours, right? So mm-hmm. that when you do show up at home, you can be 100% focused. Oh, there you go. That's, you know, that, that's, that's a good, yeah. That's back a, in the game. Yeah, that's good. That, that, that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, so we'll you know go on to question three. You know, What challenges do you face as a father? I mean, you kind of talk about the workload. What other what other so you're, you're so cash is what four and then you have another yeah so yeah, cash is four, four yeah. chloe just turned one like i said in march um you know one of the major challenges for me is just is just time management mm-hmm. right figuring out um you know when i'm here how do i give these kids 100 percent of my attention because mm-hmm. as you know with these cell phones in your pocket and emails pinging uh we're really at work 100 percent of the time if that's the way we make if that's what we open ourselves up to right especially being in sales you know you exactly. got to go when people want to go you know yep exactly right so you've got to be able to mitigate um you know those folks that are really trying to tap you on the shoulder they're working three shifts a day at their facilities they've got problems uh you know you've got other sales guys obviously that are counting on you to deliver for their customers and right right you know no it's just really not an answer and folks ask me all the time man are you working today and my response is my phone's on so i'm working right right? right, (laughs) that's just always the way it goes yeah um yeah man but you know what as far as the challenges go it's really interesting because from a perception standpoint when my wife and i first met my mentality as a young man was that you know, everybody contributes to the household, mm-hmm. right? And and as a young man, that mentality was focused around financial financial contribution, right? And it uh, it's funny how quickly that perception changed when our son arrived. What do you mean? That there was so the conversation was always that my wife was going to spend some time at home. She was an eleventh grade English teacher. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Um, you know, it's not an easy job, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, I'm talking about how we bring things home, right? But for a teacher completely different story they can never shut it off right especially when you're teaching english they've got 180 papers to grade you've got kids with a ton of issues so that that's weighing on you heavy right so for me to be traveling the way that i was it just wasn't going to be a good lifestyle for the two of us right so from a team mentality perspective from what's going to be best for these kids perspective the the mutual financial contribution was out the window Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it became the best move for us as a team 
is going to be for you to go ahead and, and stay home. Stay home. Yeah. Right. And that's no, the way I mean, it's, it's working yeah, out. It's, it's been fantastic. Yeah, it's fine. It's a big job. It's a lot of work, you know. Certainly. And there, there, are, <laughs> there are major stresses associated with both ends, right? Mm-hmm. When you become the only financial contributor to the household, the entire weight of, you know, putting food on the table is on a single person, paying the bills is on a single person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it can, it can be stressful. But, yeah. um, you know, maybe we'll get into this, but just making the right moves financially. Um, yeah, early on, like you saw the vision, right? I think yeah. that's key, right? You have to have, uh, you know, things put aside or have a before you jump into things. And you're, you're relatively young. You're usually, what, you're 34? Yeah, I'll be 35 in August. Yeah, right? you're rich in time, so you're doing really well, like I was telling you that today. Yeah, I appreciate that. You man. Know? We're trying our best, you know, and it always feels good to hear that, uh, you know, somebody somebody sees kind of the fruits of those efforts and things like that but you know we live debt free we don't uh we don't owe anybody any money my wife drives uh, an old car right we're driving a 10 year old car i'm blessed with a company vehicle but um you know just trying to make the right moves to again have that team mentality do what's best for the team here well you you know you bought time you bought time so your your wife can be with your children that's huge and you know so what's a car i mean a car gets you around i mean it too many people get wrapped up in that and that's that's a uh, you know, it's not really an asset. It's, it's, a, you know, once you get off the lot, it's, it's costing you money. Yeah, it's and a burden. It, yeah. It's an, <laughs> right. it's an expense. Yep. So if you minimize that expense, then your wife can stay home. Like it's just a smart move. Yeah, absolutely. Know? So, I mean, the car works. It's got, you know, like I've said a lot of people, like you got a car that doesn't leak oil and you got fresh tires, fresh brakes, you got yeah. gas in it and it gets you around and it's safe and the lights work. I mean, what, what more do you need? It, it's a hundred percent true, man. And it is, it's also interesting to see kind of the uh, generational shift. Like when you, I travel with our, 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 uh, our industry is kind of tenured, right? We've got mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, senior folks in our industry. It's, yep, yep. it's fun to travel with those folks for multiple reasons, but it's also interesting to see how they communicate with their families when they're on the road. Oh yeah. Right. Um, minimal, uh, you know, everybody's different, but I noticed with the older generation, a lot less continual contact with the household. Right. And like, what do you mean? Just less phone calls home. Okay. Uh, FaceTime is one of the things that I utilize on a regular basis so I can feel like I'm connected to the house. Mm-hmm. Right. You can see those kids, you see your wife, you're more, you feel like you're more involved in the day to day. And uh, a lot of that older generation may not talk to their spouse or children for a week when they're on the road. Right. Really? And that's just the because of the nature of the way technology was as they were moving up through industry. It wasn't mm-hmm. available. Right. right so that's. Right. They didn't have those tools as they came up through, and so they well, don't you utilize technology. Them today. You use technology to, you know, yeah. So do you that know. type of thing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's With great. all that travel, I really never feel disconnected to the household, but it's an extra effort for sure. Yeah. Right. You got to make sure you take that time to to. Yeah, to you got to make that time when you're on the road. You know, if you got things you got to do, and you know, exactly. So yeah, those are I well, guess some of the things. Well, that's that's a good segue, you know, into 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 uh, question number four. How do you think fatherhood is evolving in today's world? You yeah. know, you talk about an older generation. You've got some experience. Uh, you know, you kind of see it. I, you know, as sales as a sales guy, I mean, you know, that's why we have great conversations. You, you you look at a lot of different things. You you just notice things. You notice trends. You notice just notice because you have to because you have to you have to position yourself in that stream of money when it's you know. So you have to look at things. So how do you think it's evolving? Yeah, it's yeah, it's really interesting as well, right? Like uh, when we think back about about our fathers, and my father was fantastic, mm-hmm. right? He did he did a great job at, at uh, you know kind of instilling some knowledge in me, but it was a lot harder, right? Like it's a lot tougher love, which may or may not be a good thing, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so I don't know. I feel like fathers play a lot more of an integral role in kind of the the raising of young children these days, mm-hmm. right? Where uh, 
I don't know, maybe a generation or two back, it was a lot more important for those fathers to to really integrate themselves into the, uh, especially the male child's life, you know, when, when they start to hit those teenage years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think fathers today are doing a lot better job at getting involved in those more critical younger years, right? Uh, just building those relationships so they can expand on them even further whenever they hit. Yeah, um, I think so. And if you take a look at the, if you try to like, you know, steps to steps or, you, you know, we're kind of, you know, there's some prosperous stuff that's been going on. You know, you've, you've been, you've been a byproduct of that, like, you know, how you conduct yourself and now you have this ability to, uh, you know, take it to the next level and not, not that have that be an issue, but I think, you know, older generations maybe weren't as, uh, prosperous as, as, as we are today. And it, it, it's something not to, you, you know, you can't take, you, you need it, uh, not take it for granted like that's not what you want to do you want to like say okay yeah and then you want to like utilize it like technology whether it's facetiming or you know driving you know an economical car or whatever it may be you know so you can you know focus on the 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 family things that that need to be there because it's just time right like time is not an infinite source right so these critical years one to four you know and you're involved is are, are huge Especially with your wife being here, you know? Yeah, 100%. And then, like you said, when you do get the time, you maximize it. So, mm-hmm. for instance, I, I intend on taking a, uh, you know, a staycation here, not next week, but the first week of May, mm-hmm. right? And the whole focus of the trip is what can I do with these kids, mm-hmm. right, of the vacation? Not what am I going to get done around this house, right? Uh, what's in it for me? Am I going to play golf on Wednesday and Friday? Mm-hmm. It's trying to figure out how to maximize the time with the kids because I've got ideally seven days where I'm going to turn the phone off as far mm-hmm. as work's concerned. Mm-hmm. And how do I make it the best experience for these kids? And inevitably for me, right? Because if they're having a good time, typically I'm always having a good time. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe just a little bit of a different outlook, right? It's it's not necessarily my vacation. It's well, it's scheduled time with a purpose. Yep. With a a, a serious purpose. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So you know? most of it's yeah, going to no, be zoos, that. man. That's, What's that? <laughs> it's going to be zoos for the most part. Oh, well, that's what whatever. The kid loves. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, we're awesome. going to go to the Zeus? zoo. Yeah. Where is there a zoo around here? Oh, we got Zoo America at Hershey Park, right? Oh, and, Hershey Park, yeah. Yeah, so the deal is that's like 40 minutes away, right? If oh, he kills okay. it at that zoo, then, you know, we might shoot him down to Baltimore or Philly or something. And take him oh, there's a zoo down there? Yeah. yeah. You know, got to do the, the, the toe in the water at the Little Zoo at Hershey Park. And yeah. then, <laughs> then go to the Bronx Zoo, you know? Yeah, no, we're not going that far. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right, so we'll go to, you know, question number five. Uh, you know, what work? Or resources used to improve your parenting skills? Do you do you do any reading or any kind of? Yeah. So you know, I mean, initially, sorry about that. Turn around a little bit there. But initially, we That's did. Right. Uh, I did a ton of research. It was funny. I was actually, uh, I was on a work trip. I was out. Uh, I was up in New Hampshire. We knew our son was coming, and I had a little time to kill. So I went to Barnes and Noble and bought. I haven't bought a book in five years right oh, yeah. so when i was you know i was uh 28 years old i hadn't bought a book in five years right mm-hmm. unless it was gifted to me yeah so uh i pull up to barnes and noble before i uh, have to go to the airport and, and buy two books on how to be a dad right because i don't know how to be a dad <laughs> right so i read these all the way home get home my wife pulls them out of my backpack and she's all surprised right because i bought these books on father and i thought they were great right it was, there's little tidbits that you can take away from everything but uh-huh. For the most part, I, I, I look back on the experiences that I've had. I, I look at uh, the folks that I've seen become successful, how the relationships that they've had with their parents, things you want to try and emulate. Um, you know, to my own fault, I probably don't do as much personal research as I should, mm-hmm. right? And again, a part of that's just a function of time, mm-hmm. right? At the end of the day, um, yeah, I could probably Google some things. 
Um, but I, I really just look back on experience and yeah. certainly how I navigate uh, adult relationships today, both with my parents and my grandparents and, you know, in-laws and all these different types of things. And I think you think back to yourself, like, what do I want for my kids? Right. Right. And, and how do I want them to be able to communicate? And what do I see in these folks that I do like? What do I see that I'd like to kind of manipulate and change a little bit? Yeah. Tailor to my own personal style. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I've had good role models. Right. I've got a good picture of individuals to pull from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's helpful. Right. And, um, you know, for folks that don't have that, you know, it's a lot more difficult. Right. So, you know, at that point, I guess you, you would probably want to dive into some literature. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out in that direction. Or are like you have people like that are, are of your age or friends that have children. Yeah. Of, of, you know, you, you consult with them and yeah, you brainstorm do. with them. Yeah. And as you get around, you start going to these parks and things. My wife was telling us a story at dinner, but. You know, you just see these kids that uh, clearly don't know how to navigate their feelings, right, or situations, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take a long time to figure out, you know, as you, as you look 10 feet to their right and see their parents either, you know, completely ignoring them on their cell phones yeah. or taking pictures of the things that they're doing instead of being actively involved in the moment that they're living in, right? right. These are the things that I've noticed that kind of generate, you know, kids that I, I wouldn't necessarily want for myself, right? right. It's no fault of those children. Mm-hmm. It's right. like, you know, a form of neglect. Right. Their parents are disconnected. Yeah. Right. And therefore the child is just seeking attention somewhere else. Right. And that could be negative right. attention. Nine right? times out of ten it is. Yeah. Because, yeah, they don't know any better. It's the easiest way to get a right. reaction, right? Exactly. It's, it's a negative action. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, those, you know, those are a couple of the different things that I use, tools that I use. But uh, really, it's just good role models, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's that's great. That's great. So, what you you had a quote? What you're you you're a Joe Rogan fan, and you you had a quote you you tell, told me about today. Yeah. So you know, as yeah. as Marcus Aurelius quote, which, you do which I'm well. into, I'm into these things too, these Stoic things. I think there's a lot. Yeah, you know, it's Plato, awesome, right? Plato so, and stuff. Yeah, I'm listening. To, I listen to Rogan quite a bit, and we're driving around, and apparently he's uh, he's diving into a lot of these teachings of Marcus Aurelius. And uh, one of the quotes that he mentioned that I really like is that. Uh, the happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts, mm-hmm. right? And, um, you know, if you let that sink in for a minute, there, there's just so much truth to that, right? And you think back about, you know, when this guy lived and and how valid that, that quote is today. And, uh, you know, both in industry and fatherhood, right? You can you could certainly get down in the dumps as to uh, corporate decisions that are being made or, mm-hmm. you know, things didn't go your way in a particular sale or, right. or aspect of business. And then with fatherhood as well, every day is not uh, the best day of your life, right? I mean, there are times where you just want to bash your head against the wall and, you know, the kids finally go to sleep at 8.30 and you end up falling asleep on the couch because you're exhausted just mentally from what right. they've put you through for the last two <laughs> hours, Yeah, right? And uh, Yeah, it's, it's it, if you think about it, it's a – New experience for you, yeah, in a very intense scenario. That's exactly right. You know, you've never been there before. Yeah, and as your, you know, kids get older, every day they're changing, right? And yeah. then all of a sudden, something else has changed. You got to be a real, yeah. real chameleon. You know? Well, that's exactly right. And you know, and as the kids grow and change, and as you grow and change and work, the problems get bigger, the scenarios get more and more stressful, mm-hmm. right? And and what I really like about that quote is. You know, it's easy to just want to melt into the couch, right? And, and think about how tough the last two hours of your life were instead of how fantastic it is that you've got this little life that you created and you've got the ability to mold and sculpt into a, a productive member of society, Yeah. right? And if you start thinking that way instead of, man, I got to do this all over again tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? And it's the same thing for work, right? 
So you start living with this mentality and all of a sudden, you know, success just starts coming to you, mm -hmm. right? Like you're, I don't know, you're, you're generating this success mentally and inevitably like it, it will come. Yeah. There's a big energy thing. I have a lot of pockets I'm getting into, you know, energy is, you know, going back to engineering, like, you know, it's, 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 it's not created or destroyed. It's just transferred. Yep. Right. So I think there's like, if you think of what's not to get political, but if you, the way I feel, I think there's a lot of, we talk about, you know, a kid, a, a person or a young person acting, you know, negatively, right. There's a lot of negative energy out there, right. It's really hard to go the other way, but once you, it's starting to come back that way, right? But it's it seems to be harder to get back. That it's things are really out of balance, you know. So it's it's very. You really got to work at being positive, positive energy, because it's easy just to you know, like you're on that you're tired of being on the couch, right, or whatever it may be, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you know, you got your, your son's coming in here, and you, it's it's a lot of discipline and control and growth to to, to maintain your cool, stay positive. Yep. It could go the other way really quick, right? Yeah, and. And like you said, that's if it would feel good, it would feel good for that moment, maybe for five seconds. Yeah. And then you would be like, you would regret it. Well, and there's no growth in that. There's no growth in that. Right. And that becomes the problem with mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Right. It's no different in business. Right. Mm -hmm. you, you get these guys that just get so and girls as well. Right. They just get so downtrodden on a corporate idea or a thought. Right. And that's not what you're paid to do. Right. Right. You're paid to figure out how to make you know, these goals and initiatives that have pushed your way successful for the organization, mm -hmm. which inevitably makes you successful. Yeah. Right. And it's no different in the household either. Right. These kids, all they want to do is play. Right. 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 Like all the, the, the kids don't want to be miserable. They don't want to be bored. Right. And if all you're doing is sitting on your phone, scrolling, uh, whatever social media page you happen to be addicted to at that point in time, <laughs> right. right? Yeah, to get your fix. Yeah. You're ignoring this kid whose sole purpose is to, mm -hmm. to have a good time. Yeah. Right. And that builds up over time and that yep. just builds that negative energy and it builds and builds and builds. And then all of a sudden it's out of control. That's exactly right. You know, and something weird and something weird gets, you know, something weird happens. You yeah. Know? If I go to bed tired every day, yeah. uh, exhaust, wow. absolutely exhausted, but every day, you, you know, you wake up just yeah. ready to take it on. Well, I like your mentality of, you know, being on the road a hundred days and, and, and getting your work done when you're on the road. When you come home, you're, you're on point, you're moving. And, and that's, that's, that's huge. That's, that's a great, that's a great management, uh, yeah, look, and I'm yeah, not going to tell you, there, that, you, know? you know, the laptop doesn't come back out at 8.30 after everybody goes to sleep, mm -hmm. right? And you set up, and that's when you get that downtime. Yeah, but, but it, like if you put that work in, you know, on the 100 days, let's say, and you, you yourself feel pretty good about that, and then you're like not worrying about that because you put a good effort in that, right? Yeah, so absolutely. yeah, maybe you got to pull a laptop out every now and again to do a quick quote or, you know, maybe check up on something, something like that. But the lion's share of it's already done. And I think that's huge because you can't bring that work home, you know, and that's I mean, just mismanagement outside of the house, you know? Yeah, you saw. I mean, you yeah. come in the kitchen, you, you come in through the garage, you land in the kitchen. Most of the time, everybody's down here. It's a big open floor plan. Mm -hmm. That backpack hits the chair. The kids are immediately on you, right? Yeah. And you don't think about that backpack with the laptop in it again until everybody goes That's to great. Bed. Most of the reason is because you're, you're not able to, right? These children don't allow that to be the case. Somebody needs to be in your arms all the time, mm -hmm. right? But I don't know, I mean, you, you just figure out how how yeah. to maximize your time with these young minds. And I think it's huge. Yeah, it's awesome. I think it's huge. So you were saying, what, the month of May? What happened the month of May? Oh, man, it was March 2020. Or March, excuse <laughs> yeah, me. It was, uh, it was March 2020, so I was, uh, so I was March 2020, was that before the COVID, basically? It, yeah, so it was actually March, Thursday, March 12th of 2020. I was up in State College, PA, uh, doing a little work in the area. I have a, a couple uh, wild buddies that live up in that neck of the woods, and... Um, 
typically meet up with them after hours, right? Mm-hmm. So we decided we're going to go out in the woods and, and ride some side-by-sides. One of these guys just bought a new one. What's a side-by-side? Side-by-side's an off-road vehicle, right? It's like a tandem four-wheeler, basically. High oh, like a little car? Yeah, oh, it's yeah, like a dune buggy, uh, right? right? High-powered engine. They, they uh, you know, they, some of them go 90 miles an hour right off the showroom floor, Jeez. right? Intended to go off-road. So here we are. We're having a good time riding through the woods, making our way back. It's probably 11.30, 11.45 at night. And uh, driver of the vehicle careens off the road, head first into a telephone pole. We're probably going about 35 miles an hmm. hour. Jeez. Dust settles. I've got a broken spine. Uh, oh, my God. My wrist is uh, upside down and backwards, uh, blood running down my forehead. The driver of the vehicle, uh, face impacts, telephone pole, explodes. He's not breathing. Oh, my God. Uh, luckily, we had a few other folks with us. Uh, one of them was a registered nurse. She starts oh, CPR, gets this guy back to life because he wasn't breathing for a few minutes. Oh, my God. So in comes the EMTs. They fly in a helicopter, load him up. Uh, get me on the backboard. I take a 45-minute ambulance ride down to Altoona. Spent uh, So then COVID kicks off basically on that Friday, the 13th of March. Um, two and a half hours from home in a hospital in Altoona. Uh, I'm allowed to have one visitor a day by Saturday. They fix my spine. Same visitor has to show up on Sunday, right? And mind you, our son's two years old at this point. Uh, my mom's running my wife up there to visit me daily. And uh, Sunday, they fixed my wrist, hung out there Monday. They uh, they let me out on Tuesday. My mom comes and picks me up, and we had to stop at the, the grocery store right up the road here, and it was like I was walking into an apocalyptic world. Right? Uh, like, oh, okay, yeah. All right. I'm like, what is going on here? All people wearing masks yeah, and everything. Like I, I've now got uh, two brackets and a couple of screws in my spine. Jeez. I've got a giant club on my right wrist that they fixed up. And uh, I look like a zombie, right? I'm wearing a turtle shell back brace walking through Wise Markets. <laughs> Jeez. Everybody's wearing masks. And, you know, there's no toilet paper. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's a very strange experience. Yeah. So what were you thinking? Like, what happened? Yeah, you should have left me in the hospital. I, yeah. was, uh, I had plenty of toilet paper in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was wow. fine. Yeah, that's so crazy. That's... So now you had to deal with that. Yeah, so we got that cooking, right? Plus well, a two-year-old son. Yeah, I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to hold him for a while, right? Because I'm not supposed to lift more than 10 pounds for the next couple months because of the spine repair, right? So here we are uh, basically two years later and um, feel great, right? I hurt uh, pretty much every day, but as you shake it off... um, You do any kind of exercises, any kind of stretching? Yeah, we we picked up... we picked up a stationary bike, one of the Peloton units, so uh-huh. I try and ride that a couple times a week. But if I don't move my body a couple times a week, I stiffen up like a 90-year-old man. Right? Really? So, yeah, I'm supposed to wear a brace on my wrist all the time. That thing is uh, – the, the the surgeon that fixed it was actually – it was his first civilian duty. He was a West Point graduate, uh, an Army surgeon. Oh, wow. And – so that happened to be there, or he actually works at this hospital? So he was, he was doing a tour at this hospital. It was his first civilian job. Right. And, and as we're doing the post-op, he says, I've been on like four tours in Afghanistan and Iraq. He said, this is the worst injury I've ever seen. Really? And I thought my spine was going to be the problem. Right. But it ended up being this wrist is, and it's still bad. Like I can't bend it past like 15 degrees, but Hey, I'm alive. So I don't have a nub either. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're cutting samples today. Pretty good. Yeah. Listen, no problem. Yeah, so that's your right, your right. Yeah, hand. right, right. Dominant hand too. Wow. Yeah, 
We'll see how it goes when it comes time to throw baseballs and softballs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, but, you figure it out. Yeah, it's no big deal. Wow. But that's the thing. Well, that I knew you back. got hurt. I didn't know the detail of it, you know? Yeah, it wasn't a good experience. But, you know, again, this goes back to that Marcus well, Riley. How did it happen? The guy just lost control or something? Yeah, it just cleared off the road. It was, it was, it uh, hit a rut or something? Yeah, older machine, low tread on the tires, right? It wasn't the one we were using to carve through the woods really fast, right? So, hmm. um, just a uh, victim of circumstance, right? It's pretty much the way that worked Jeez. out. And, yeah, you never know, man. These things happen. But again, it goes back to that Marcus Aurelius quote. Like, I could have been downtrodden and, you know, figured that my life was going to be misery. And mm -hmm. turns out it's really not that much different, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, it's, it's like you said, it's the mental attitude of it. You yeah. Know, it's how you look at it, right? I mean, yeah. It's not like you, it's like, it's not like people say, oh, you know, today I'm going to go in the woods and I'm going to crash on a doom buggy and break my back yeah that sounds like a good right let's sign up for that today Where, where's the tickets yeah you know i mean right. no one wants to do that it just happens right yep. and what do you do right what do you do yeah, yeah. come out on top yeah you got to work through it you gotta have a, you got you gotta have a system yeah you gotta have a methodical and if you're like you're downtrodden that's a that's a good word like you can't you can't stay in, in you can't be a victim no i you slept know, in a recliner in the living room next to us for two months Wow. And I didn't sleep in my bed for two months because I couldn't go up the stairs. Wow. Right. So then you develop a little bit of insomnia kind of because you're just up all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. You, you wouldn't believe what kind of shows are on television at uh, 3 oh, o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But yeah, you know what? It's it's all pretty well back to normal. Well, your energy seems the same. Like I, I, I wouldn't even know that you got into an accident, That's to be honest thing. with you. Yep. And most you people know? I would never even mention it to. I saw you the one time. I saw I, I saw it right after. I kind of saw the scar on your wrist the one time. You were in the city there. I, I was like, I saw that, and I'd seen you in a long time. And uh, yeah, no, it's good. You seem, you seem good. You know, feel good, man. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. No, it's, it's good. That's good. All right, we'll go to like the final question. Uh, what comments or advice do you have for future fathers or parents? Yeah, and, and you know what? Everybody's situation is different, mm -hmm. right? But I think. Uh, we've kind of touched on the fact that I just feel it's so critical to stay engaged, mm -hmm. right? It's so easy to get lost in the different things that you've got your going job on your road, or your job. Yeah, whatever. I mean, your cell phone's so easy to get lost in. Sure. Right. Just put your phone down. Yeah. Right. Turn it off. Be in the moment. Like I'm not a picture guy, right? Every, uh, you go to a concert, you watch people literally watching the concert through the screen of their cell phone instead weird, of the entire it? big picture. Yeah. Weird. Right. So, you know, that's my suggestion. Don't live your life that way with your children. Right. Hire somebody to take pictures if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. Right. When when something needs happening, be a part of it. Right. The other side of the coin is if you are going to take pictures, make sure you're taking pictures with your wife or your spouse or whoever that happens to be with the kids, because mm -hmm. nobody takes those pictures. Mm -hmm. Right. My wife takes tons of pictures of me with the kids. And sometimes I sit there and think to myself, like, oh, my God, I should take some pictures of her. Right? Yeah. She looks great. The kids are having a great time. This is something she's going to want to remember. Right? She can capture those memories. Um but yeah, just just make sure to make memories, right? All the kids want to do is hang out with you, mm -hmm. right? So if I could if I could tell anybody anything, it would just be to maximize time with those kids and don't just make it sitting on the floor, right? Come up with adventures, be goofy, right? Mm -hmm. If you were here in this house and you saw how we act, like you're throwing Kanto on and have dance parties every weekend, right? Like yeah. the kids don't care if you're goofball, yeah, right? Be goofy, they think it's awesome, right? Right? So just make make great memories. That's great. Yep, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's all the questions I have. Is you know, is there anything else you want to talk about? Like, you know, I mean, completely up to you, man. Yeah. I'm, so, what do you what do you think of Bradley Basics? I know, I, I know you've listened to a couple of the podcasts. Yeah, I like it. You know, I, I have. You kind of understand the concept, or I do, and I think yeah. the concept's great, right? Um, 
you know, we were talking about it dinner, like uh, with with Katie being an English teacher, I've uh, had the opportunity to meet and work with a couple of the students that she's instructed and mm -hmm. certainly through their college careers and then post-college and kind of watch them develop and, you know, really had the pleasure of kind of steering these kids from a from a mentor standpoint, right? Just kind of helping to point them in the right direction. Yeah. And I, I know that's your goal and your premise. And, uh, you know, obviously, like I, like I said, I've listened to a few of the episodes myself. I need to listen to more, right? Yeah. Um, but I always have takeaways from them, right? And it's just little tidbits. And that's what I like about what you're doing is, um, you know, whether anybody lets you know or not, they're, they're listening, right? And they may not take the whole, hour, you know, half hour, 45 yeah. minutes, but just little snippets, two, three minute things, maybe something I said or that you said on this, that they go, you know what, that I should do something like that. Right? Yeah, and, right, exactly. I mean, like you talk about technology, right? So, you know, here we are doing a podcast right in your house, right? I just come up with the stuff. I yeah. set it up. I'm doing it. it sounds pretty good. I got, I, you know, like my buddy at Connors is legit. He edits the whole thing. So I got this system put together. But I think it's just a good thing to be doing. You know, it's a community service. And, you know, I'm not, I'm just here to help people, like, you know, with my experience. You know, and I learn from other people as well, too. Like, you're, everybody I interview, I, I learn something new as well. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just we're all in this world together. And, you know, there's a lot of this crazy stuff with social media and negative chirps on you know all the time and it, it it's not good you gotta we gotta have some discipline here we, you know there should be a social media 2.0 like i said on my previous podcast i don't see why there isn't using these social medias podcasts you know whatever other stuff and you know start reducing the overall cost to college or just take costs out of a lot of different things that are in this society and you and start using these technologies that way right yeah. maybe it's being able to spend more time with the kids you know like figure out a way, yep. right? Figure out a way. It's there, right? It, it, you know, it, it, these are missed opportunities. Yeah. You know? Well, and you know, we have conversations all the time whenever we're together, which mm -hmm. is a few times a year. Yeah. Right? Maybe three, four times a year, right? And we talk at length, right? Yeah. Whenever we get the chance to communicate, we're talking about what we're doing from a financial standpoint, a professional standpoint, what's happening in our lives personally. Right. Right? And, and sometimes, wouldn't it be great to just be able to go back and reflect on some of the things that we talked about and your conversations like this give everybody the ability right, right. to say, wow, these guys or girls have some fantastic things going on. You know, maybe I need to figure out who to talk to and, and who I can work with, or they reach out to you personally. And, right. You yeah. Know. Well, yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's community service. I don't, you know, I don't need anything for anybody. It's just, you know, if you want to work on something and, if I could, you know, some a sounding board, a conversation, and yeah, it's just kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun, right? It's exactly right. It's so, fun. So yeah, I appreciate it, man. I, I appreciate. No, the I appreciate you taking and... the time. I mean, it, I know we talked about doing this a long time, it just having to work out. We're at the show together, and uh, you know, I appreciate the steak you, you made there. That uh, no, was a ribeye or whatever it was. Yeah, you had the ribeye. Yeah, we had that's some pretty good. Some yeah, ribeye. Nice, man. But yeah, you know, it's always interesting too. Like. Uh, uh, for some reason, just because we work for competing companies, everybody uh, has this impression that, you know, we can't be friends. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, happens all the time, yeah. right? They're like, oh, my God, the Lincoln guy. Uh, well, that's just because Are you okay to work with the, the Lincoln guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to be all right. Yeah, just tell them work with Bradley. Yeah, they don't even know you're over here. Yeah. Right? They, no. they, they'd think this is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's no big deal. I mean, that's... It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those, uh, yeah, that's... Because, you know, there's a bunch of... You know, like I said, you know, Lincoln's a... You know, good old boy company, 126 years old. You know, that, that, does, that doesn't fly. I've yeah. been battling that whole system for my whole career, and it's, now it's only finally where, you know, things are finally turning my way. Yeah, look, man, we're just two guys, <laughs> you know, trying to make it happen. That's yeah, all it's all right. It. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, those, those, but you know what? They're, believe it or not, with that mentality, people are missing out. Yeah, 100%. 
100%. Miss, missing out. Yeah, this is too missing cool, out. Man. Yeah, you're missing out. So, all right. All right, well, hey, this is a, this has been a good podcast, like always here at Bradley Basics. I appreciate you guys taking the time, and hopefully you learned something here from my, my buddy Max and uh, Fatherhood, and there should be some uh, more of this coming at Bradley Basics. So uh, appreciate your time, and enjoy the day. Yeah, Take care. You, Have a good one. Yeah, bye.